Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rich and George. Hello there, and welcome to the podcast. This is Rich and George's 15 Minutes of Shame. Hello, Rich. Hello, George. And how are you this fine day? I'm good, thank you. It's been sunny, or rainy, or cloudy, or snowy, or hailey, or foggy. Um, George is going to delete whichever one it wasn't. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then we will be able to discuss the weather on a Wednesday. And why would we discuss the weather why would it be an important issue because it's Wimbledon exactly and we're British here we are in week two and um, obviously this has been recorded in week one so Andy Murray may have been knocked out I mean I'm guessing Um, even worse than that there may have been some kind of disaster bomb bomb atrocity yeah well now that you've mentioned it we can only hope so that now it'll look like you know we've really got our fingers on the pulse but then again we don't want it to look like we were were a part of it, so yeah, exactly. Well, my only, my only, hopefully, just for that reason, hopefully, a bomb hasn't gone off. Yeah, well, that, yeah, hopefully, just for the reason that we don't want to look callous, um, or that we have had anything to do with it. Um, we hope a bomb hasn't gone off, and also, I don't think a bomb will go off because a black face in Wimbledon is going to stick out like a sore thumb. So I think, <laughs> I think we're going to be pretty safe. <laughs> Shocking. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm saying tennis, by its very nature, comes across as slightly elitist. Okay, then. Okay, fine. Um, so, but also, you don't get many kind of Middle Eastern tennis players that are any good. Yeah, I guess. They haven't really, they haven't really got the climate for it. Well, I have a Wimbledon-themed regular feature, which we'll probably only do once, so let's just call it a feature. Okay, good. A one um, feature, a one regular ha- feature. We have a what? It's not even an an irregular feature because an irregular feature would mean it might come back from time to time. This one, I guarantee, won't. <laughs> this is called a stich in time saves nine. Right now, Michael Stich, who won <laughs> a Wimbledon in nineteen ninety one, I think it was. Um, it was either ninety or nine ninety one. Um, you have to have Michael Stich going back in time, probably by drinking as much as he can, as fast as he can, as we yeah. discussed last yeah, week. Um, he has to go back in time and save nine individuals from history. Wow. And by this stage, you might even be able to pick Nelson Mandela. We don't know if he'll have died by next week, but I think the good money's on it. Um, so it's up to you. Go, Rich. Nine people. Well, I, I, wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say Nelson Mandela because... He will have only just died, so it's kind of sweet release. And then all of a sudden to go, hang on a minute, back you come. He'd be a bit pissed off, I think. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm just going to let, I'm just gonna, if Nelson, hopefully he hasn't gone. Um, if he has gone, just rest in peace, mate, and just, yeah, chill out. Um, but Michael Stick, if you could go back um, and um, get Jesus for me, that would be mega. Because I'd really like to just ask him what all that was about. Um, and just kind of say, right, you're not really the son of God, are you? And just try and get him pissed on wine or water or whatever he drinks. Um, and uh, and then try and find out whether that was all bollocks or not. 
Um, So, definitely Jesus. Um, Probably, um, I think, JFK. I'd want to get him back. And I'd just kind of say, um, do you know why someone took half your head off? Um, And if he didn't, I'd probably push him back again. And then I'd I'd get, what's his name, Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald instead. So, actually, no, I'd save Lee Harvey Oswald and JFK and put them in a room together and see if it was really awkward. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, then I would probably bring back Martin Luther King because I think he's got a job to do in London. Um, doing what in London? Well, just sorting racial hatred out. It seems to be getting silly again. So, okay. I think oh, Martin, okay. Martin Luther King... Um, he's quite a cool chap, so I'd bring him back. Um, I would bring... How many have I got? One, two, three... Nine. Four. I, I think I've done four. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would bring back um, John Bonham from Led Zeppelin and Jimi Hendrix um, so that they weren't dead and that they were still making music. So that's six. Uh, and then I'd kill... And then bring back three of the Spice Girls. Right, okay. Um, actually, no, I'd kill five of them and only bring back three. Oh, right, okay. And which three? Can't you say what a waste that was? <laughs> Why? Well, you get the chance to bring back like three others from history. Any three. They could be anyone, ever. And you, you decide to go and find people who are already alive, kill them and bring them back. I mean... It's a bit of a waste, isn't it? Well, I suppose I suppose I could have just um, kind of chosen another three to bring back, and then just killed two of them, like in, as in killed two of the Spice Girls and made them two <laughs> completely unrelated things. In fact, what I'd do is I'd bring back um, the JFK's real killers and get them to kill the Spice Girls because they seem to do it and get away with it. Yeah, okay then. Although they might still be alive, you don't know. Well, um, I'd bring back Genghis Khan, like like Bill and Ted, then. Yeah, okay. I mean, un- unfortunately, Rich, most most of these features that we do, it's an opinion, but and this time you are actually wrong on all of them, <laughs> because the, the answer that you should have said was nearly all of the cast of Dad's Army. We could have had a Dad's Army, like, brand new run of shows. It would be fantastic. Uh, yeah, it would have been if, if, if I myself was back t- 20 years ago when it was funny. Um, but it's like saying, let's get all of the cast of Last of the Summer Wine back. Um, I mean, well, no. Dad, Dad's Army was quite funny, actually. I'll let you off. But, yeah, it's there are funnier things. Don't tell him, Pike. Quality. Yeah, that was, quite, that was, that was, that was, that was all right. Yeah. Right, so let's move on to this week's podcast, then. And um, before we do, Rich, I just thought I'd, I'd, I would say, do you know what? I've been out on my bike all week. And would you like to know how much I've been out on on my bike? I've, I've, I mean, most mornings I've been out. I've been riding up hills. I've been going down hills. I've been, you know, doing some fairly good speeds. And George, I'll, I'll, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. What? I, what? I what? probably I'm probably not interested actually. What do you mean you're not interested? Well, if, if if I said what have you been up to today, and you said I've been out on a bike ride, and I'd be like, oh, that's cool. That's it. I don't. No, but surely you want, want to, to know it. where I've gone and see hey. a map of it. No. No, no, I don't. I don't want to hear. I don't, I don't want to see a map of it. I don't want to know what music you are listening to. Uh, I don't care what your fastest lap was. 
and and I don't care what your top speed was or how long it took. Is it because you just don't give a fuck? No, I I think a lot of it is that I know that you wouldn't be telling me about it if you'd done it in a slow time. <laughs> if you'd if you'd gone round as I did um, with with um, with my brother around Rutland Water and did twenty six miles in about six hours because we stopped off for three hours at a pub. Yeah, there's um, quite a few around there, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I forgot to I forgot to turn my um, my app off. Um, so then the final hour was spent in a pub as well, um, and involved lots of cigarette breaks um, instead of smoking. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't have put that up because people would automatically question why I was so slow. So so what we're saying then is that maybe people shouldn't be posting up on somewhere like the internet um, their latest times and scores and laps and speeds, yeah. distances, because because no one actually gives a flying fuck at it's, all. It's kind of right. I, if someone, like uh, our friend Chris, he did like the London Marathon and Great North Run and stuff, that's quite cool because you just That's say different. I've been a part of something and I did this and and it's it's a recognisable run and all that stuff. I don't care whether you've been jogging around Hyde Park, uh, you know, three times a week. I don't I don't give a monkeys that that kind of I don't know. Pink was the was the the song that you were listening to, and and when you did your fastest mile or whatever, it's it just it's, it's typical of facebook really yeah so um so i think if there's anything to take out of this podcast if anyone you know is listening at all and um you know wants to take any advice it's that we really don't care what exercise you've done now i actually i actually do have an app on my phone which does record rides that i do and uh, i'm not going to say which one it is because it's one where people can actually find you and they can see what you, you've done. And I don't want to say which one it is, because I don't want people to follow me that closely. Now, my wife's on there, and my bro- brother-in-law's on there, and um, and it's just us three or four, because their dad's on there as well, and we just kind of keep up with what everyone's doing. But we do actually ride bikes with them as well, yeah. so we go out on bike rides with them. So we're keeping in touch with what they're doing, and they can see what we're up to. And the next time when we all go up for a ride, well, we know that he's done this much and he's done that much. So you kind of have an idea, well, I won't feel too bad if I'm behind him because he's done lots of exercise. But I don't want the rest of the world to know because yeah. because it's something which we do with them. I don't need other people who I don't ride with to to all, all of a sudden care. Yeah, and if you're, you know, if you're training for something... You, you don't need to post it. You just need to know that you are doing okay. You know, like, I, mm. I, I I did a half marathon last year and I did a triathlon this year and at no point have I ever published how I got on, mainly because it was really slow. Um, <laughs> but even if it wasn't, I'd feel really, like, admittedly, we, we use Facebook to, to publish us fucking prattling on like a bunch of dicks about our own opinions. Yeah. Um, so we can't really go too over the overboard with it, but it does scream a bit, kind of like, look how look how holy I am. Look at look at the exercise that I've been doing, and it's 
as we were saying, I think it would be absolutely brilliant. The next time one of my very close friends puts on a a something on Runkeeper, I'm going to look at the exact distance they did and then get in the car and drive quite slowly, but just quicker than them, um, around exactly the same distance in a loop yeah. and then and then publish it. And so right straight away. So that within within kind of ten minutes, all of our friends, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna like link him in with it. I'm gonna tag him in, in that whole thing. And if it if that doesn't stop them, then it's probably gonna stop me because I'm gonna get bored of having to drive every time I see it. <laughs> if I'm honest, <laughs> but yeah. at least then people will think that I'm fitter than my friend. Yeah, I I think you might find Rich that that will work really well. Yeah. Well, I will definitely do that. Or, or what I could do, <laughs> what, I, what I could do, oh, you're going to love this, I could actually get fit. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> do you know what, though? What I would say, in defence of people who do this, is I'd rather know how far they've run than what level they're on on Candy Crush. <sighs> yes. Yes, and, and I... Light blue, touch paper, stand well clear. Go, Rich. And, well, and fucking Farmville. And fucking yeah, a cow is, Wars. A cow has, has wandered onto so-and-so's farm. Would you like to play this game? No. No, I wouldn't. I'm a fully grown adult. I mean, I might click on the link if you say one of your friends has gone and fucked a sheep. Or something. <laughs> exactly. Click on here to see the pictures. I'd want to know that this wouldn't be tracked. Um, but, you know, I might just, out of interest, just have a quick look. But apart from that, I don't really care about it. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it does make me... I, I don't know, there's people that are quite sensible people, and then all of a sudden they just regress. You know, fair enough, I play, um, I play what do you call it, um, uh, Words of Friends. But it's essentially kind of, well, it's Scrabble. So... There's nothing childish about playing Scrabble. It's kind of it's quite good for your mind and it's quite good for your wordplay and, and your just general intelligence. Yeah. To 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 start a farm from scratch. If you're going to do that, then do actually start a farm from scratch. There's still <laughs> money in it, and you know. And if you've got good agricultural savvy, then you know then you can really make a go of it. Don't go half-assed and just try and do it virtually because you won't get anything. I think I think anyone who did play Farmville, who then went to buy their own farm, would probably find that simply being on the farm for long enough wouldn't entitle them to more points to buy more a livestock. You know, which yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think is the is the impression I get of how Farmville works. I've never played it myself. No. But, um, well, I mean, yeah. I, I would say I would also say, and this is a word of warning for anyone playing Farmville, looking to invest in their own plot of land. Um, the bank will probably need a bit more assurance than your level status on Farmville. It will probably need <laughs> probably need some kind of salient business plan, um, a potential earnings, and a hefty deposit. So, but you know, there's there's nothing stopping you. You've had a great start with Farmville. Now go out and you know do it properly, you little winners. Yeah, exactly. The world's your oyster. Go for it. Yes, and if you want to, kind of. I don't know, join the Mafia um, as, uh, because you've now played Mafia Wars 
if you think you've got the stomach, um, do it. I mean, I, I, I know there's a lot of unpleasant people in the Mafia, but, you know, Maybe. if you can handle your own online, you're pretty much fine. Maybe you think that members of the RSPB are a bunch of do-gooding cunts, in which case, get some birds, make them angry, and throw them at things, and make them explode. Right? And, to be honest, if you've completed any levels at all of angry birds, you're well in. Just go for it. Yeah. That's what I think. Exactly. Even, Even better, you can link them all up, and you can nick the pigs from the Farmville farmer... And, and yeah. really, kind of put a shot across their bows because if you're if you're going to be a decent farmer, you need to make sure that your boundaries are, are, are safe and and that your livestock's looked after. So if you can nick some pigs and then fire some birds at shit, then yeah, jobs are good. Yeah, absolutely. Keep, keep them on their toes. Yeah, I can't think of any more games really that are on Facebook. Um, um, the only the only game I know on Facebook is. As soon as someone posts a video about a fight, click play as soon as possible and watch the fight. That's right. That's basically that's mostly what I use Facebook for these days. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of fights on there. Whenever I'm going for it, whenever I'm I'm logging on to toilet.com, I will I will have a quick um, a quick gander at uh, Facebook and just go. Yep, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. Lots of lots of interesting things, lots of runkeeper, lots of Hello, there's a fuck off fight in there. Right, bang. And then the best fights. And also it I mean, we have mentioned this briefly in the past, but it is always quite good when there's some um, respectable type person who's not necessarily as Facebook educated as as the rest of us, who might be slightly older. Who might um, who might like a clip of some girl being caught by her dad in her bedroom, likely naked? And you think, I know what's happened here. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, they are basically for the whole world to see. Probably they're friends with work colleagues as well. Yeah. This is another reason why I'm not friends with work colleagues on Facebook. <laughs> um, not because I do that, because I'm savvy enough to um, to. Yeah, I know where to find pictures of girls. <laughs> we should probably end be, this right be, now. Being called by their dad, it's on it's on girlsanddads.com. Um, but you know, if you if you're not savvy enough to to do it, then then you deserve everything that you get. What are you tickling at? <laughs> I'm just thinking, Martin, just just uh, please get that clip again. <laughs> Leave him out of this. He's yeah. caused me nothing but trouble, that boy. I'm savvy enough to be able to find pictures of girls <laughs> and their dads. <laughs> oh, well, let's just stop right. this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want. I I want you to go back through and, and amend it in a good way. Yes, um, believe me, you'll definitely come out of this looking good. Yeah. <laughs> with another hit single. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for now. We'll think of some more. Bye. Bye-bye. The Rich and George Podcast. Your one-stop shop for that R&B fix.